This is Man Behind the Machine. You are listening to Inspirato Projecto Radio. It is uh, 9.23 a.m. Today is Monday the 25th. I've been switching off between making uh, TikToks and doing the podcast and took my little hiatus in April. Now I'm back. I've got so much backed up material that will be uh, released. By the way, you're listening to Inspirato Projecto. I'm your host, CEC. Um, a few things here is that Yachtly Crew, the Yacht Rock band I'm in, played the 23rd. Um, you might want to listen to that episode. That That is a, either the episode before this or a couple episodes before this. I'm not certain, but um, it's called October Yachtly Whiskey. Check that one out. Because I do some uh, interviews with the with the people at the whiskey at the whiskey a go go on Sunset Strip where the Doors, Van Halen, Motley Crue, all kinds of bands, all kinds of bands have played there. Docking. So I just soak it in, man. I just soak in the vibes while I'm there. And um, next time we're playing is I think December fourth, maybe. I think we're playing there every couple months. And uh, they're so nice. They decorate the place for us. They put up, they put up light, uh, lifesaver. What do you call those? Like the lifesavers. They put up little lifesavers. They put up anchors. They're all over the place, and they never decorate. From what I understand, from what I hear from the from the people who work there, they never decorate for any of the bands that that go there. Like they're, ah, oh, ah, oh, it's just blowing my mind. Blowing my mind. How hospitable they are. How cool they are. Just no attitudes whatsoever. The people who work there, the people uh, who show up to the Yachtly Crew shows, everybody is just great. And um, it's just ah, so, so good, so good. So I'm driving. I'm out here. Um, I'm on uh, 294. I got 15 miles here before I got to go to the 9094 East Indiana. I'm on my way to Tennessee. I'm driving my mom's car with her cat Dylan. Dylan's in the back seat. Very, very quiet little guy. Cute little guy. And um, if, by the way, if you're on TikTok, you can find me on TikTok at. Inspirado Projecto. It's named. It's it's got the same name as this podcast. Inspirado Projecto. And uh, let's be friends on there. In fact, if you happen to follow me on there, if you find me on there, please comment on one of the videos. Say, hey, I heard your podcast on on. Uh, I heard your podcast on iTunes or Spotify or Pandora or iHeart or TuneIn or Anchor, any of those. Podbean, Stitcher. Uh, any of those, Overcast, Castbox, uh, Radio Public, any of those. There's one called Owlcast, I believe. 
all kinds of new ones popping up all over the place. So, uh, Chartable, that's another one. So, Amazon Music, that's another one. So, if you, uh, if you happen to, uh, yeah, if you happen to follow this, please find me on TikTok. Let's be friends. So I'm on my way to Nashville. That's where my brother drove my mom yes, uh, yesterday, yesterday morning from Villa Park, Illinois. I just got done probably a, a one-hour tour of my old neighborhood, Carroll Stream. I drove around, and you know, it's interesting. I still have dreams of a lot of these locations. So I drove through these areas where I've, I've had these dreams um, over the past year or years, and just soaking it in, soaking it in, just soaking it in. And seeing my old elementary school, Carroll Stream, Illinois, uh, Carroll Stream Elementary, uh, 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 J Stream School, I saw the public library, went over by Glenbard North High School, drove past some of my old friends' houses, and so I saved the best for last, which was, oh, Armstrong Park, where I took my swimming lessons, I took uh, soccer lessons there, and archery, and there was a big, there used to be a big sled hill there, and uh, lots of memories of that sled hill, and everything looks much smaller in this neighborhood, so I saved the best for last, I went to my old house 321 Arrowhead Trail um, there's a very nice family living there if you ever stop by tell them tell them that uh, Kurtz Clendenin from Inspirato Projecto used to live in that house so as I was looking at my house I noticed that my old neighbors across the street Gary Grant they're still living there Gary and Sandy Gary was out there at his at his uh with this garbage and I'm like Gary Grant and oh my god it was so good to see some familiarity because a lot of the stuff has changed and it reminded me so much you know it's so interesting because my favorite song by Social Distortion which by the way I heard about that group when I was in high school my favorite song in high school it's funny I was reminiscing about the good old days of high school back when I was in high school because of that social distortion song, Story of My Life. Story of My Life is such a phenomenal song. And it's crazy because little did I realize back then that my younger self would one day, little did I, well, little did my younger self realize that one day my future self would be singing that song. Maybe that's why I was kind of getting teary-eyed and, and feeling um, um, emotional, you know, and... Uh, feeling reminiscent and nostalgic, sentimental about those days, because I think I was realizing that one day, those days would be in the past, those days would be in my rearview mirror, and today I can say that vision came true. I mean, those were literally in my rearview mirror driving away from the high school. The song Story of My Life 
Main, the main chorus goes, life goes by so fast. You only want to do what you think is right. Close your eyes, then it's past. Story of my life. Story of my life. I drove by my old neighborhood. Faces have all changed and there's no one left to talk to in the pool hall I loved as a kid. Is now a 7-Eleven. Ah, I went downtown to look for a job. I mean, it's just such a good song. And that's what I was thinking about as I was driving around my old neighborhood looking at these places there's so much that has changed all, all there used to be so much open area which is now a series of furniture stores gas stations just populated with all of this other all this other stuff and so I had to like wrap my brain around what it what it used to look like I mean there was this street on Arrowhead on, uh, on Thunderbird when you come right off of Gary Avenue there Thunderbird. The trees used to like hang over the street. It was, it was amazing. It was like pure uh, 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 Americana, if you will. Like when you when you when you when you see like Norman Rockwell paintings, or you think about, or you see like pictures of the old of the olden days, um, where the streets, the suburb streets, would have these trees hanging over, and it was just amazing. This canopy. Just beautiful. But it's all changed. They, they took all those trees out for some reason. The fields that used to be there, there are trees. So now I'm, I've just got all these memories from back in the day. Um, I was remnant. So I saw so I saw Gary and he's like, hey, he's like, Sandy's here. He's like, you want to see Sandy? He's like, pull your car up in the driveway. So I pulled up into the driveway and I hung out with him and Sandy for about 15 minutes. We reminisced about the good old days and we were out there on their porch and they had their house decorated. And I said, you know what? I'm, I'm, I'm remembering the time when we came over trick-or-treating and you had that scarecrow you know, sitting in the chair over there, and when we walked up to the door, you, Gary, were the one dressed as the scarecrow, and you got up off of the seat and went, came walking towards us. Oh my God, I'll forever remember that. And there's this house on the corner, they had this big bush, and they used to decorate it, it used to have all these spider webs, they used to decorate it, you go up there and you trick or treat, the woman would show up, she looked like a, she looked like a witch, she was dressed like a witch. Oh my God. And that sled hill at Armstrong Park, it's now, I don't know what they, they, I don't know how you take down a hill, but the hill that used to be there, they, they, I don't know, they leveled it out. But I also, I also remembered I was telling Sandy about how when I slept over there one time, I remember that she had made us a breakfast and there was, there were sausage patties out there and eggs and all kinds of delicious stuff. And I remember one of their cats jumping up on the table and grabbing the sausage patty and then just jumping off the, the, the table and running off. And I said, you know, I, I remember how miraculous that was. First of all, that, 
that the cat even wanted to eat a sausage patty, first of all. Second of all, that the cat was strong enough to pick up the sausage patty. And third of all, it was strong enough to jump back off the table holding the sausage patty in its mouth. I, I, it was just astonishing. And so now, now a, a, a nice family lives in the house across in, in my old house. And uh, so it was funny while we were talking. I saw I saw the mom with with the three little kids walking down the street to school. Oh my god! Carol Stream School, which which was the school that I had just you know probably ten minutes prior, driven through and reminisced about. I you know I was just looking at the playground and just thinking about how well first of all pulling into the into the one parking lot I remember there used to be this tall water tower there and there used to be a playground there and there used to be a there were two playgrounds out there so the the one that was closest to the parking lot there was a there's a big water tower there and it had this the the, the, uh, the there was the playground and it had a tornado slide and I remember oh man that tornado slide was great and then the other playground which has, you know, all this had all this grass around over by the, the other area. That's where all the swing sets are. And there used to be a tire swing. And it was one of those, like, there was gravel down there. Like in the olden days, remember this? Those of, those of you who are old enough to remember, remember when the playgrounds were made out of wood? You know, sometimes you get splinters. Sometimes you'd fall off into the gravel. And, you know, it's, that's just what happened. Had a spin around like a merry-go-round. Sometimes kids would fly off. And that's just, that's it. You, 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 you took the bruises, you know? You took it as it came. And you, you're just like, ah, oh, that's what happens. You dared to jump from that spot to that spot. And, you know, you did that. You, that's it. You, you got a splinter? Okay. But then they ended up making the playgrounds, uh, I think, metal or plastic. Sometimes they're metal, sometimes they're plastic. And, uh, and then instead of gravel... They'll put like, um, like sort of a bouncy kind of like rubbery-ish, which is good. You know, you fall off the thing, you just kind of bounce a little bit, which is, which is awesome. Uh, but I remember, oh my gosh, I remember when we'd have to run laps for gin, we'd run along this fence. I remember there were, there were, I don't know if there were raspberry bushes or blackberry bushes or what, but I remember just being able to pull berries off this bush and eat these berries they were so delicious and uh and the boys would sometimes chase the girls the girls would sometimes chase the boys and I had this huge crush on Joanne Lang Joanne Lang oh she's the prettiest girl in school I loved her I loved her but I was just you know just terrified to to you know oh, I just had a big crush on her and I remember she she was always with this kid, Mike Schweitzer. Mike Schweitzer had like four missing teeth in the front of his, it took him forever to grow those teeth in there. And uh, I remember this one time during a time when the girls were chasing the boys, I, I tripped and fell and Joanne kissed me. I fell and she fell on top of me and then she kissed me. And I was like, oh my gosh, Joanne Lang kissed me. I think that was the thing. I think the girls were chasing the boys and kissing them. Joanne Lang. And I remember there's a TV show on at the time 
I can't remember if it was called Dynasty. I can't remember if it was Dynasty or Dallas, but on one of those, there was a woman, um, oh gosh, Linda Evans, Linda Evans. And I had a crush on Linda Evans simply because she, to me, looked like an older version of Joanne Lang. So then anytime my parents happen to have that TV show and Linda Evans was on there, I'd think about Joanne Lang. And then when I'd see Joanne Lang, I'd think, I'd think about Joanne Lang and Linda Evans simultaneously. Wow, it's amazing how many... And then I drove past um, my high school girlfriend's house, Buffy, her parents' house. Uh, Buffy no longer lives there, of course. She's got you know, a husband and kids someplace. But I drove past their house, and um, I've just had—I just have so many of these dreams that take place on, and they live right, like right on the the street behind my house, my old house. So it was cool when I go visit my girlfriend Buffy. I'd—it's I'd, funny because Buff, Buffy, my my girlfriend at the time, Buffy, I knew her before Buffy the Vampire Slayer show came out. So that was like one of the jokes, you know, oh, is Buffy a vampire slayer? But I'd hop over my back fence, run a, run through the neighbor's backyards, and I'd visit her. And it was just so convenient. And so I have a lot of dreams that take place in that area behind the houses. And certain streets in that area, so I want to revisit these streets. And I'm just having... But all these revelations, it's, it's, it's interesting how you hear about how there's this, there's this phrase that says, well, two, I'll say two different phrases. So there's one, so there's one phrase that says, life doesn't happen to you, it happens for you. But Bashar says, Life doesn't happen to you, it happens through you. Which I prefer. Which I like. It still fits with for you. However, however, that idea of life happening through you definitely puts you in that position of, of, of like being responsible, so to speak, for the things that are happening in your life. Now, how's, how can that happen? Oh, gosh, well... You know, hold on. If life is happening through me, then how is it that uh, this unfavorable thing happened, or that unfavorable thing happened, or this unfavorable thing? Well, then the next step is: what are your thoughts? You know, are you thinking of your preferred reality, or are you thinking about what might go wrong for you? Are you constantly preparing for what might go wrong? There's a phrase that I remember my old buddy Steve Wisniewski telling me, and I'm sure he heard it from someone else because that's another one. Another another phrase you hear all the time is uh, hoping for the best but preparing for the worst. Well, that to me matches up very similar to the sentiments of... Like, when you grow up and people and, and someone goes... Oh, my dream job is this, but my backup plan is this. Like you'd hear this a lot in high school. Oh, I, oh, you know what? I, I, I really want to be an actor, but my backup plan is being a lawyer. Okay, well, 
Your backup plan becomes your real plan then because that's the one you're preparing more for. You're preparing more to become the lawyer than you are to actually follow through with your dream of, you know, whatever that is, being an actor, being a, 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 a painter, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. So it's whatever you're preparing for, isn't it? It's whatever we're preparing for that is going to arrive for us. Um, it's like making making a helicopter pad and you're preparing for the helicopter that's going to land there. Or you got a you got a baseball glove. You're preparing for someone to throw a baseball to you. It's the same thing. I have a pad of paper. I'm preparing to put a pen in my hand for that paper. So it's kind of that idea. What are your intentions? What are you preparing for? So the things that happen through you and for you, at least I noticed in my experiences, and I'm especially knowing them now big time, I'm really seeing how this is really happening, is uh, when, when you allow yourself to be in that state of, and just playfully playing with the idea that um, the things that you're, the, the thoughts and ideas that you're excited about the uh, the intentions that you're putting out, um, the dreams, the all that stuff. Um, playing with that idea that you are indeed manifesting your own reality. When you're playing more with that idea, which I talk about in every single podcast, because it's so important. It's so important to remind myself for me to remind myself out loud as I'm saying it, because it's important to take stock of these things and notice these things as they're happening. But then it's important, obviously, for, for you to hear this because maybe there's something in this that strikes a chord with you. You know, there's an epiphany maybe that you recently had. You'll hear in the last podcast episode, so many synchronicities happening between me and this atheist. And I was so happy to meet this atheist. Not because I'm an atheist. I'm not an atheist but because she is the opposite of what I've come to learn about atheists. And, and of course, through first-hand experience with atheists. So she's the first one that I met. Oh my gosh, I'm driving through Chicago right now. Whoa. 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 Okay, I see, this, I see the Chicago skyline. Oh my God. Okay, I'm wondering if that's six miles away or not. I'm wondering if I'm going to be able to drive through Chicago to get to where I'm going, or if where I'm going is before then. Oh my gosh, this would be miraculous if I, if I was actually driving through Chicago because I'm going to stop at this spot. I don't know if I ever told you this, this, this um, oh my God, here we're talking about synchronicities. We're talking about, all right, the first, the, The first time that I can remember seeing a UFO in the sky was, was was I don't know if I ever told you the story, but it's just a good one to repeat, especially now because I'm driving in the rain. Long time ago, when I was um, in Columbia College, someone was having a, a party, uh, uh, or no, no, they were they were hanging out at a bar nearby bar, and I didn't drink back then. I was a very good Christian boy. Uh, I was very deep into Christianity. And uh, I didn't drink back then. However, I did, I did 
still believe in UFOs, channeling, out-of-body experiences, all that other extraordinary spiritual stuff that goes along with, uh, uh, well, trying to, trying, to, trying to solve the big equation, the big puzzle, if you will. The big puzzle of you, I'll put it that way. You're the, you're the big puzzle you're solving, which I found out many years later. However, this one night, it was raining. I was on my way to Chicago to meet up with some friends that I was going to Columbia College with. And my windshield wiper flew off in the rain. My windshield wiper flew off in the rain. And of course, and it was the driver's side. And it was going, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm going, oh my God. And I was just so, I was just pissed off. And I pulled over and I took the one windshield wiper blade from the other side and stuck it on the driver's side. So I was just frustrated with that. I was frustrated with the rain. And uh, I think I was getting low on gas. You know, those moments where like everything seems to be, when, when a series of those moments happen all at once. Now, once again, if I'm going to talk about life happening through you, well, this was life happening through me. <laughs> so those were things that were just simultaneously like pissing me off. And so I'm like, oh, so I put, I so as soon as I got into town, as soon as I, as soon as I, like the very first gas station on the right-hand side, after you go on, after you go into Chicago, um, I stopped at the gas station and I was just contemplating, do I even want to go to this bar? I, I'm not going to be in a very good mood to hang out with these people because I, my, wind, my windshield wiper thing broke, you know, I'm just... I'm not in a good mood to be around people. So, as I was out there pumping my gas, I was just looking at the Chicago skyline, and I saw a triangular vehicle, space vehicle, uh, sky vehicle, <laughs> spacecraft, um, slowly, slowly moving through the sky, and I see it go behind one building, and I'm going, seeing what I'm seeing and I see it pop out and it goes behind another building and I see it come out and I'm going oh, oh my gosh that's a UFO whoa oh I think I also stopped the gas station to see if they had any windshield wiper blades so it was like those few things were happening through me to then bring me to this point where I would have to stop, look up at the sky. So it's like those those things happen in a certain order to get me to the point to stop, take a breather, relax. And I looked up in the sky and I saw that UFO. It was so extraordinary, so extraordinary. So it, it was spectacular. So. Uh, let's see, we got 2.5 miles here. It would be really cool if I was granted... Uh, we're getting closer to the city now. If I was granted this... Um, gift of another UFO in the sky as I'm looking up at the skyline right now. There's the Sears Tower. Oh, man. The city of big shoulders. Who was that author who said that? Car Carl Sandberg? No, is that a 
Sandberg. Uh, was that was that a baseball player? Or is that the poet, the writer? He wrote this story, The Jungle. City of big shoulders. And the Sears Tower does have big shoulders. Wow, man. Chicago. Oh, look at that beautiful city. Beautiful, beautiful, beautiful city. I'm terrified, terrified of heights, which is funny because I, I fly all the time. I got tons of flying dreams. And uh, looking up at these buildings, I start going, whoa, start getting wobbly. So you can imagine how, how rickety my legs get when I'm actually standing up on a very tall surface looking over the edge. This man it was beautiful out here. We got 1.3 miles here to the 9091. Thank you for sticking with me, by the way. I've already noticed, like, I've got eight or nine listeners on the on the past two episodes. So I'm 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 just honored, I'm so honored. I'm gonna keep up with my podcasts. All right, all right. Exit one mile. Wow, wow. Oh my gosh, this is so familiar. What a gift this is that the universe has gifted me through me. Man. Like I get to, I get to have reminisce in the memories of elementary school, junior high school, high school, and now college. You know what? Yeah, I don't know when I'm gonna come back here, but that doesn't mean that I will never come back here again. Isn't that interesting when you think about that? I think a lot of times what goes along with that sentiment when we go, well, I don't know when I'm ever going to get back there again. There's this implication of already, it's already baked in there that, oh, I probably will never go back there again. But it doesn't have to be that way. It could be, I don't know when I'm ever going to go there again. And I'm leaving it open for the possibility that I may return one day. See, that's, that's, that feels good to me. That feels good to me. That feels good to me. Abraham Hicks would call that downstream thinking because you're going, you're going, you're going downstream, you're going with the flow rather than upstream thinking, which is, oh, that probably won't happen again. So life happening through you. It's all about seeing the signs, noticing the omens. And by signs, sometimes they're literally signs. Sometimes it's a, it's a license plate. Sometimes it's um, it's funny. Like, okay, for instance, a, a license plate just pulled over uh, on the left side of here. And it says CLC, um, and it looks like if you're to draw little eyeballs in those C's, that that L looks like a nose. CLC. My middle initial is Eric. That's why, and I've always signed my art CEC. And being the wordplay person I am, being the uh, the the uh, the puntastic acrobat I am. Um, 
You start playing with your name. C-E-Z. C-E-Z. Ooh. So I suppose I'm teaching you how to C-E-Z. C-E-C. 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 So when you're seeing the signs, the synchronicities, listen closely to the dialogue out there. Noticing that your higher mind is granting you these these giblets, these, these little magical moments to delight in these nutritious, delightful moments. I think this trip was necessary. This trip was necessary. Um, it's interesting because as I'm looking, I'm, the, the Sears Tower just peeked out from behind this other building and now I see near the top there, there are four eyes Looks like four eyes. Two on the left, two on the right. Four eyes. Here I'm talking about CEC to see easy. And I, and the Sears Tower is seeing easy. Gosh, I could totally imagine that thing coming to life. That thing was like a huge robot. Walking through the city. But I think I said in my last podcast episode that man I, like uh, you, sometimes it's tricky you can't see your own progress from within yourself unless you have it documented like this like a podcast or journals something like that and um, there's a text that um There's a text that my buddy Ryan had said because he he had seen me on the... I, I'm popping up all over Tubi and VUDU. Um, our, our movies, Legend of Fall Creek and Black Pumpkin. Legend of Fall Creek and the sequel, Black Pumpkin. They're, well, Black Pumpkin is on the shelves of Walmart right now, actually. A Halloween horror film. Um, Legend of Fall Creek is also a Halloween horror film. So this is a perfect time to be watching these. Um, they, they're also on, well, they're on Amazon, iTunes, YouTube, but these, all these other streaming services too. And so in the first one, I play Reggie. In the second one, I play a Alex. And uh, it's interesting because he says, I miss happy, unjaded Kurt. And that was back when we were making Bloody Bobby, Legend of Fall Creek. And in the years since then, I think I've just noticed a lot of stress in my life. Make, you know, with the film festivals. That was before we started our film festivals. Um, I don't know. I, just, I think I just started caking on, just becoming jaded. Becoming the, the adult that I never wanted to become. But he goes, I, I miss... I." I miss unjaded, unjaded, uh, Reggie Kurt, unjaded Kurt. I miss happy to unjaded Kurt. And then he goes, now we have that scruffy Alex Kurt, implying that 
because Alex is the brother um, of Black Pumpkin. He's the brother of Reggie. And uh, he's become, you know, tarnished by, uh, by things. And, uh, and I think that's what happened to me. That's what happened to me. And if, and if, and if a jaded, angry, bitter version of me has been creating this podcast, that, that's, 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 that's the opposite of what I'm, I want to present. That's the opposite. That, that goes the opposite way of inspirato projecto in my mind. Inspirato projecto, that's, that's supposed to inspire you. That's supposed to project inspiration. Um, what inspires me, I project out to you. Ideally, that inspiration then, you know, ideally then that projection of inspiration inspires you and then you project it out and it just keeps going. A boomerang. A, uh, a dom- just a big domino effect. Wah, 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 like aftershocks. Like aftershocks of an earthquake. So, if I, uh, and let me know, please let me know, if you've noticed through the years of me with this podcast, if you've noticed that I've grown more into a curmudgeon, please let me know. I I need to be in check with that. And uh, I know what some of the roots are. And that's the silly thing. It's like, okay, it's my responsibility. Life is happening through me. Well, what is that teaching me then? You know, it's teaching me, well, to not, you know, that here's another phrase we always hear about. Don't take life seriously. Why is that? Well, have you ever enjoyed the company of a serious person? Have you ever enjoyed your moments being serious? I'd love to know the last time that you had an incredibly awesome, exciting fantastic moment while you were serious. Is that possible? Can those things can those things coexist? Can they coexist? Being serious and playful. I like to say I like to say uh, seriously playful. Rather than saying serious, let's focus. Let's 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 uh, let's substitute the word serious for focused. I take my life very focusedly. I'm, my life is very focused. Okay, that's awesome. I'm very focused in my life. like Alan Watts talks about you don't have to scrunch up your eyes especially if we're these infinite creator beings why do we have to be serious serious implies a strictness a rigidity oh gosh I don't know let's see Garfield am I doing the right thing here am I in the right lane here Good. Looks good. All right.
allowed my attitude to be altered by outside sources. And that just perpetuates. If I'm getting a bad attitude because I'm allowing the outside temporary uh, 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 illusions affect me, what happens then? Now I'm thinking about that, grumbling about it, and then, and then, and then I, I'm, I'm just perpetuating that. This is why it's so important for us to focus on our preferences. What do we prefer? So I'm doing a lot more of that lately. A lot more of that lately. And, uh, oh, I'm driving past a stadium right here. Driving past a stadium. Looks like a baseball kids zone. Kids zone? That's what I see from the back of it. But I don't think that's what the name of the stadium is, is it? So, this trip is really teaching me a lot about bringing me back to my roots. Bringing me back to that... So, my, my main... What I, what I want to do is to remain as innocent as I could throughout my life. Be as innocent as possible. Filled with wonderment. And filled with joy. Filled with appreciation. Filled with gratitude. Excitement. Enthusiasm. All those great words that I'm constantly talking about on this podcast. As a reminder to you, of course, and and big time as a reminder to me. As a reminder to me. Because I know I'm going to listen back on this someday. And I'm going to be able to chart the evolution. And my future self is going to say, Kurt, come on. Go easier on yourself. Go easier on yourself. I think the key here is... People like Teal Swan, if you've heard of Teal Swan, phenomenal teacher. Of course, Bashar, phenomenal teacher. Alan Watts, Dolores Cannon, Neville Goddard, Terrence McKenna, these are phenomenal teachers. Teal Swan talks about, like, why, why, why are we mean to ourselves, unreasonable with ourselves, you know, treating ourselves cruelly, shaming ourselves. Why? Why? What is uh, the benefit of that? What really is the benefit of that? And when we think about, like, think about a, a baby or a little kid, an adolescent, uh, if they were trying to figure stuff out in their world, if they're, you know, they're trying to figure stuff out, they're trying to learn how to how to do stuff we we one would think that we would allow room for them for that since they have no frame of references they're just testing stuff out they're experimenting so why shame ourselves for experimenting testing things out and then if they don't go the way exactly the way that we originally planned, then we shame ourselves and we go, oh, I failed. Oh, that's a negative test score. Oh, you didn't get an A plus on that. You got more of a, a D. 
plus, possibly a D plus, possibly a C minus. So why do we shame ourselves for that? We're experimenting, it's a continual experimentation. So it's that idea of treating ourselves, like treating ourselves with that same respect. Each other, 
how do we make this situation better? Better, meaning uh, more tolerable, more exciting, more fun, more playful. How do we enjoy each other's company? That would be a good question for everybody to walk into each circumstance and go, how, how do we bring joy to this circumstance? Oh my God, I'm now passing, I'm now passing under a sign that says Stony Island Avenue. Stony Island Avenue. As some of you know, my name is Stony Shores in the Yacht Rock Band Yachtly Crew. My name is Stony Shores. There it is, Stony Island Avenue. Stony Island Avenue. It says here, 95th to 103rd Streets. Stony Island Avenue. Okay, there we go. We just we just had another synchronicity right there. Oh my gosh. So back to the atheist at the whiskey. Uh, we had a great conversation at the whiskey and so many synchronicities. I was talking with her about something. Oh, I was telling her about how the podcast is, you know, for my future self to listen back to on my, my younger self. She goes, I was just talking with someone about this earlier today, saying that, oh, we're probably somewhere in the future in an old folks home thinking about this as a memory. And I said, you know what blows my mind? The fact that you just said that. Because when I was younger, I had that idea of going, oh my gosh, my old self is lying in a deathbed right now. And, you know, thinking back on my life. And so that's that's one of the reasons why I started the podcast. I, 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 I like to live my life going, I would rather face embarrassment for experimenting with something than live with regret in not trying it. That is bad. That's bad. Regret? Regret is horrible. Regret is horrible. But when you experiment with something and you see that it doesn't necessarily work, okay, now you know. Or at least now you know for that particular person or that particular circumstance. You know, it could be any of those other number of things. However, every single brand new moment is a brand new moment. A whole nother way, a whole nother, nother thing. So, you don't know. I like to offer people the opportunity to say yes. So that's, that's what I like to do. Rather than hoping for the best, preparing for the worst, I trust in the best, I hope for the best, and I expect the best. And in best, I mean, when I say best, just things working in my favor. Working to enlighten me, working, working to educate me. Things that reflect the things that, uh, oh, that's funny. This billboard just said Chicago's news you can trust. And I was just thinking yesterday about how How funny that is like when when companies or when the news stations say news you can trust or you know a product you can trust well that's according to what you're telling me can I tr can I 
how do I know who's the person saying that I can trust this, you know? Where are the reviews? Where are the Yelp reviews, you know? <laughs> uh, news I can trust. Anyway, I was so excited that this atheist appreciated the, the epiphanies, the synchronicities, the magic of life, and I was just so... I was just commending this woman on how... how proud of her I was. <laughs> for... for allowing for that... otherworldly sort of presence... Uh, in her life because um, it makes life so much more exciting so much more like wowzers wowzers um, I think I've talked your ear off enough I think I've regurgitated enough of the information <laughs> I've said on many occasions. Uh, but I realize that some of you don't normally listen to this podcast, that somehow you just came across it on your Spotify feed. By the way, Inspirato Projecto, you, you can listen to it on anchor.fm slash Inspirato Projecto. iTunes, Amazon Music, Pandora, TuneIn, Odyssey. A-U-D-A-C-Y, Odyssey. Um, I wrote to them. I said, hey, can you include my podcast on there? Oh, Odyssey, Podyssey, Blueberry, Podchaser, all kinds of places. Uh, Podtail, that's another one. Boy, lots of them. Lots of them. When I first got this podcast, I looked up who can I submit the podcast to? And then I looked up individual podcast apps. And then so, I, man, I, I I, really did my due diligence. Oh, I think I'm driving under the Calumet City Bridge. Holy cow. Blues Brothers. Blues Brothers was filmed around here. Some of the scenes were filmed around here. I remember getting lost out here in Calumet City long before I... I there were navigators. I didn't even have a map at that point. Oh my gosh. Wow. 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 Thank you for going on this trip with me. Thank you. Thank you. I will be talking more later. Uh, and you know what? I'll be interviewing my mom, my niece, Ella, my nephew, Joshua, little Joshua, my brother, Josh, my sister-in-law, Monica, uh, and possibly anybody else that I come across who I find interesting. Everybody's got a story. Every single person is an entire universe of stories. So, if you want to, by the way, if you want to be included on this podcast, uh, if you're on, if you're on Anchor FM, just go straight to my profile, Inspirato Projecto. You can leave a message for me. I think there are even ways you can leave a message for me on the podcast. Um, you know, just 
if you go to anchor.fm. That's the way to do it. Also, I have a we got a phone number, a hotline, 561-203-9179er. This is the theme song, okay? This might help you learn it. 561-203-9179er. 561-203-9179er. Call up the hotline. It's a voicemail. Tell me your dreams. Tell me your synchronicities. Tell me your epiphanies. Did you have any synchronicities happen to you during while you were listening to this? I would love to hear those. I want to share your synchronicities. I want to share your stories, your UFO sightings. Anything and all things. And... Uh, by the way, I think I'm going to include at the top of this hour a uh, a call-in from Man Behind the Machine. So listen for that. And as for the end of this, I'm going to uh, I'm going to let Jay Asang from Twin Peaks say hello to you. So thanks, thanks for listening. Dan Sprout of Projecto. Hi, this is Jay Ossing from Twin Peaks The Return. You're listening to Inspirado Projecto.